Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Knight. And this is Playing, Playing with, with Science. Science. Today, we focus our steely gaze onto planet soccer and illuminate the science and technology, and in particular, the new tech that has come into play and might well be over the horizon in the coming years. And who better to bring forward the science and check if the tech is up to snuff than our very own personal astrophysicist, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Well, just, just to be clear, like most Americans, I'm less fluent in soccer than I am with other sports. So my role in this conversation will be as someone who is fluent in physics. Well, that's why you're here. Neil. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to clear. But I, I'm deflecting all soccer questions, specific soccer questions, to our other guest. Well, and, and speaking of that other yes. guest, we have with us, loading up the professional viewpoint, former U.S. men's national team player and coach at the New York Cosmos, Aleko Eskandarian. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for being here, man. My pleasure. And Aleko, let me compliment you on working for a team that has the name Cosmos, just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Aleko, I figured you would like that. Aleko's yeah, yeah. got an interesting history. His father played for the New York Cosmos. Mm -hmm. Back in the day with Pele, Nayskins, Beckenbauer, who I will bow down on my knees in front of football royalty. Mm. They are the gods of the game. So envious of your father, Aleko. <laughs> and Aleko is now working also with Major League Soccer. Mm -hmm. So he's got quite an important role to play in the future of the so game. So what you're saying is Leco is the, real, the flunky of the family. The, the, the <laughs> oh, <father>. nice. <laughs> in some ways, yes. <laughs> you, you're saying that because you know that he's going to have to punch me to get to you. Yeah, thanks a uh, lot. Uh, yeah. The configuration on stage here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm insulated. Continuing with the celestial theme, we'll take Aleko back to his days at the LA Galaxy. Ooh. Well, oh, thank you. And um, one David Beckham. We Everybody in this room knows David Beckham. Everybody outside he, he played, of this he room. He played for the Galaxy, right? Yeah. So we have the Cosmos and the Galaxy. Yeah. Whoa, I'm in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You see? Oh, you see? thank you. It's all coming together. Welcome. No yeah. Red Bull here or whatever. No, we no, got... no. See, you know far more soccer than you're letting on. <laughs> right. So for those of us who are familiar with David Beckham, we know kind of the backstory. But there's one in the room here who knows exactly what it's like to play, to train, to work with. But well, I think Gary, for... why why do you have to embarrass me? <laughs> <laughs> because that's just the way I am. <laughs> no. All right, but we'll get to Aleko. Talk about joy. Oh, we... <laughs> we'll get to Aleko soon enough. But Chuck, should we we set up a clip? Yeah. Where... Speaking of um, uh, Beckham and bending it like Beckham, it was very cool to go back and find a clip of his. Um, his first goal with the Galaxy, which was on a free kick. Yeah. And uh, I think a wall of uh, six players in front of him. And um, and he actually did his signature bend it like Beckham. And was it signature yet? Yeah, at this oh, yeah. point, it was oh, definitely yeah, yeah, his signature. Yeah. Because, he brought his yeah. pen with him. Yeah. yeah. definitely his signature. <laughs> so uh, why don't we take a listen to that? Yeah. He's got about six people in the wall covering the near side, Troy Perkins does. Kenny Bendit. So anyone in here who doesn't know, that's almost 99.9% .9 certain it's a right-footed, inside of the right boot, free kick, going to go curl right to left. But that's as much as the science as I know. Yeah, <laughs> and I got to tell you, what's when you look at that goal, it's exactly what you express. Yeah. What, you know, uh, and anybody who doesn't know, we we have two professional soccer players here today because Gary O'Reilly is also a former Wolf. soccer or footballer because he played in uh, Crystal Palace and Tottenham, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, and Tottenham, 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 yes, Tottenham is very Tottenham. abbreviated. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, Somehow yeah. doesn't sound so glamorous. <laughs> but you don't no, get uh, to pronounce the Brit. <laughs> you don't want me doing that. But yeah, so we have two professional soccer players here, and that is why uh, Gary was able to point out the fact that just by listening, that he could tell you exactly how that ball. Which I watched the play. That is exactly how. Yeah. It, but what was so um, 
I don't know, just stunning about it is the amount of curve that he was able to put on the ball. I mean, it like if this were Major League Baseball, he would have immediately been ejected from the game. That's how much curve was was on the yeah, soccer an ball. Illegal amount of curve. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, a, yeah and right. a, can you bring putting can you Vaseline bring, on the on the ball? <laughs> right. so can you bring the science to what Beckham is doing and able to achieve there? Well, what's curious? I, I'm curious about a couple of things. To curve a ball is just to spin it while it's airborne. Yeah. So of course you want to be accurate, precise yep. as you do this. So you need to to know what you're doing, know how to aim it, know how much to curve it, know, know not to kick it too slow or too fast mm -hmm. because all of these factors influence how far it will go and how much it will curve. So presumably he's done a lot of homework that is in the case of a, uh, an elite athlete, a lot of practicing on exactly what that kick would do. Now what got me is here's the goalie standing in the middle of the goal and watches the ball just sail off to his right into the net almost like a, a tennis ace where he's not even diving for right. it. He was com taken completely, completely off, off. And what makes the curve so, I don't want to speak for the pros here, but but if the ball is curving, it means you think it's coming towards you, right. but it's not. So you, you're ready to sort of extend your arms to punch it out of the way, but then it just sails to your right. And yeah. you're taken completely off guard. And I just thought by now, all goalies would just huddle in the right side of the goal. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's when you aim to the left. And then aim to the left, maybe. <laughs> um, so so but, what happens, if you, if you kick it with a spin, sort of, uh, there's something in physics called the right-hand rule. The right-hand rule. Yes, it is, the okay. right-hand rule. It's not what you're thinking, Chuck. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> see, Neil knows me too well. Well, no, Chuck. Yes. Chuck, uh, <clears throat> so the right-hand rule is, if you use your right hand and you curl your fingers in the direction the thing is spinning. Okay. Okay. And then your thumb points to the North Pole of that object. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. So North Poles are uniquely, unambiguously definable in space and across the universe and in all of physics. Okay. So if you kick the ball in such a way that it is spinning with your right, right hand, hand rule, with your thumb up, mm -hmm. okay, then the aerodynamics on the ball, because the right side of the ball, it's not going against the air, and the left side of the ball is moving with the air as it goes through, okay? Right. So, so the forces are gonna be different on each side of the ball mm -hmm. for that simple reason. Now, it turns out there's something called a Magnus effect, which is a lot written about it, and so I, I, at the risk of making this more complicated than necessary. No, please do. <laughs> Chuck. Yes. You're on a roll. Make, it, make it, it as complicated. I mean, throw in a little calculus while you're at it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if the texture on the ball, if the ball surface is not perfectly smooth, okay, then what will happen is the texture on the ball will break up the airflow along the surface of the ball. Okay. Okay. In such a way that it will reduce what would otherwise be sort of a partial vacuum there. It will, will reduce that. Okay. All right. Now you lost me because so therefore creating more slightly more. Well, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. watch what happens. So so all all balls that we play with. Okay. Prof all right. <laughs> professionally, you got me back. You got okay, me back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Professionally, have some kind of texture on them, be they golf balls or mm. basketball or wrinkles. Go ahead. Or or uh, any. They all have some kind of texture. So when they spin, they will break up what would otherwise be a very smooth flow around the 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 contact edge of between the air and the ball. Gotcha. Okay? So now, so watch what happens. So you break this up on the part that's spinning into the wind. Okay. Okay? It breaks it up very effectively. The side that's spinning back towards you with the wind has a lower airspeed uh, against the wind. There you go. Now Doesn't break you. it up as much. So the disruption actually uh, reduces the airspeed on the back side. Yes. And okay. that, that and, and that gives you let no so that no the, on the back side that gives you less, less disruption right. more vac essentially more of a of a pulling force. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what I was say so on that right. side it's it's actually pulling and on the other side, side it's, it's pushing. Not. So so you once you spin the ball, gotcha. then there's an air force that will push on the ball at right angles to its motion at all times. 
Okay, cool. Okay, so as it curves, it just keeps curving. Right. Gotcha. It'll just keep curving. Yeah, because that never changes. It's never that changed. rotation never that rotation changes. Whatever. And so, so, so as the direction changes, right. So does the direction that it's. So that's why when you see these curves, it's like it keeps going. Right. It keeps curving. Right. And he's like, whoa. That's cool. And so that ball that we saw that that, that we didn't see it, we heard. Um, that this is radio. This is radio. <laughs> Power of imagination. <laughs> But let's just say uh, we were in an abyss where there is atmosphere. That ball would have just keep curving no yeah. matter what. Except gravity is pulling it to the ground. Right. So, so it would have curved it, in a It will corkscrew. likely hit the ground before it comes around and hits you back in your face. Right. Okay, so Aleko, if you knew all of this before you ever bent a ball, would you have bothered? Or would you have... <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, I, and I got a question to put on top of that. Go on then. It's his physics. Why is he the only one that anyone talks about bending the ball? See, that's that's a that's a good point because, in my opinion, everyone everyone curves the ball, right? Of right. course. Obviously, with with David Beckham, he's not the only one in the world. There's plenty of talented free kick specialists who mm -hmm. aren't as noticeable or, or famous as as David is, or but as handsome <laughs> or, or better looking. Yeah, yeah which exactly. is probably the case. Right, that's right, really right. what it, a separate maybe a Spice Girl element in there as well. But moving <laughs> on, yes. Did he date a Spice Girl? Yeah, Ooh, married one. Excuse me, I didn't know. You're looking at me like I should know that. I know. I'm an astrophysicist, people. <laughs> yeah. You should know that. But the editor, well, yeah. she's a star. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of it is the shape of your foot, too, because, oh. you know, for me, for example, I have a very powerful shot. And when I play- If you say so yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I was, powerful means the ball moves fast. From yeah, yeah. I, I was able to generate more power on my shot than, than any player in the league when I was playing. Nice. But I think Ooh. a big part of that is I have a- a very wide foot, very, very wide. So I feel like I, I had a, I don't have facts to back this up, but I feel mm. like I have a base that my sweet spot is, is maybe bigger than someone else's. Interesting. Whereas yes. with, with David, I don't, I don't know. But just to be clear, just to clarify that. So you could have a sweet spot, but if your sweet spot doesn't hit the ball sweet spot, it's not going anywhere. Exactly. Right. So if you have a wide sweet spot, your margin of error exactly. is larger. So right. if you're running and the ball's moving and someone is is bumping into you, you will have a higher likelihood of making a powerful kick under stress. So now exactly. are you saying your powerful kick comes from and tell me the difference please from uh, um but, but I'm sorry. Let me say it again. Is your powerful kick a free kick or is that a powerful kick while you're in motion? Both. Or is both. it both? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean and it's not just the shape of my foot, obviously. Right. It's of know, course, I know. There'll be a whole lot of ratios the way, between quadriceps, hamstrings, glutes that come in, and the Abs. length, the length of the lever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, did you have a long, a high, a long back lift or a short back lift? What's a back lift? Very short. Well, so when you go to kick, the motion of the heel backwards uh -huh. from the ball. Sometimes you find guys. So I had a very quick release, yeah, which so, made it difficult for the goalkeeper. Which is quite strange because I played with one guy at Tottenham whose back lift was minimal and the power that he imparts into the ball is like, whoa. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, you know, That's just also got to be confusing for a goalie too. Exactly, yeah. because the reaction yeah. time for the goalkeeper exactly. is that much less. It's like a pitcher. And they're ready for you to wind up to hit to kick it and you don't wind up and you kick it and it goes faster than they would have judged. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Less time for the goalkeeper to react. So yeah. now, because I've never played soccer, all right. Here's what I want to know. You talked about, you know, the the part of your foot that you kick it with. I you had it surgically altered, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks as though when you see guys, uh, you know, I do watch soccer. A lot of times, it looks like they're kicking it with the side of their foot, their instep, their instep, um, as opposed to the top of their foot. So what happens, and both of you can answer this for me, what is the difference when you kick with the top of your foot as opposed to your instep? Okay, so the thing what Neil was saying about how, you know, you've got a guy barging you, you've got someone running you down, or you've got a narrow opportunity where you see the goal. Aleko will talk to this because you're a striker, right? Absolutely. You are in tune, an intuitive balance. You know you need to dial up a certain technique. So go through the techniques that you would use and the different parts of the foot you would use to execute. Yeah, absolutely. Dur during a match or during the, the flow of a game, there's there's different techniques that you're going to implement depending on what you want to achieve out of it. So okay. if it's a, a long pass, I, I obviously can't use the inside of my foot to get a ball from here 40 yards down in the air. That's right. not good. So it's a different technique. I'm going to use my instep to get, the, get underneath the ball, get some more distance on it, more power on it. And it'll probably be a bit backspin on it as well. Um, whereas if I'm going to take a shot, 
I want to power right through it. I want to keep it low. I, I'm not even worried about, uh, I, I'm more, more concerned about keeping it low and on frame because I have a, a target. Um, if I have a barrier in front of me, so if that camera is in front of me and I have a teammate that's making a run behind, I have to now decide, okay, which way is that defender going to be moving? Which way do I want to curve it uh, around them to be in the path of my teammate? So if my teammate's running this way, left, right, you know, left to right across your, and, and I want to play a ball in front of him, but there's a barrier in the way I'm going to want to curve it maybe with the outside of my foot. So it gets so around it the barrier, but still will come back in his path. Right. So it's not too far for, or too, um, too different than basketball. You know, when, when you see, uh, LeBron James, sometimes he even puts spins on his, on the bounce uh, pass. Exactly. Yeah. Right. On his bounce pass. So it's Jason Kidd was the guy that was, Phenomenal at that. Right, but but an important point here, the basketball generally is not traveling fast enough through the air for this effect to matter yes. in its airborne trajectory. Right. Whereas in soccer, a kick goes 50 miles an hour. And so it turns out what I did, what I should have left, what I should have exited that, mm -hmm. that bit about was here are the things that, that, in, that here are the things that matter for how much it's going to curve. What does the ball weigh? Okay. What is the density of the air that you're playing in? Okay. In one of the Which World Cups, yeah. there were different games at different. One was at sea level. One was at higher South altitude. Africa, yeah. Was yes. that in South Africa? Was, yeah. When when was that? Two thousand and ten. So so the thinner air, sensibly, will have less effect on pushing the ball than thicker air will. Right. Because it's the air that's pushing the ball. So it's the thickness of the air, the dense, you know, the the air pressure, uh, the weight of the ball, how fast you kick the ball. Gotcha. And uh, and also how high the how ball how long the ball stays airborne, because then it'll it has more time to curve. Right. So if you keep the ball low, it's going to drop to the ground, the ground before, before it, do, it does what before it's supposed it does to anything do. interesting. And part of the curving is not just to to fool the goalie at the risk of stating the obvious. You have a wall standing in front of you. <laughs> right. And, and how far away are they? You ten, ten yards. yards. They're ten yards. So allegedly. So okay. So uh, <laughs> we got we got spray now. We got spray now for that. Yeah, I never see a line there. I don't know. So I looked at the angles on that, and they try to cut off your angle to the goal. Right. By yeah. where they stand. And if you can curve it, where they stand is irrelevant. Gotcha. You just put it around them. They'll jump. There's all different ways. But they jump, you work out, they jump, you stick it. But they're going to jump them. sideways. They're going to jump up. No. And the other thing is you okay. take a... I just want when, to put that down. When you strike a ball to get some curvature on it, it depends how much, and Aleko can testify to this, how much of the ball you actually meet with the instep on your foot. If you want to curve it a little bit or a lot, if you're going for power... Anyway, look, we're going to take a break. All right. And, you know, when we come back, it's, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I actually have some balls that I actually went to a store and bought. And Thank um, you for clarifying. To clarify, just yeah. okay. And uh, I, I, I want you guys to take a look at them and then maybe break down just a little bit more of what we're talking about in terms of how these balls might react. Yeah, so what Chuck's saying is we've got a range of balls, including the brand new Telstar 18 that will be played with in Russia in the World Cup next right. year. You always have to translate what Chuck says. No, because... <laughs> I don't, I don't know how many of our audience have saying. actually that seen that point. ball. It's a brand new ball. It was only released last week, so this is a first so look Chuck for all of us. I, I went out and bought some balls. He, he was looking for more detail, I think, on that. Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer ball, different styles, Special and ball. the styles change every, yeah. for every World and Cup. And you know what? Yeah. That's really all I had to say was, I went and got some soccer balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're going to take a break. All right. See you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the US on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx ground is faster to more locations than UPS ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. 
And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Welcome back to Playing With Science, where we today look at the beautiful game, soccer, football, call it what you wish, and the science, the technology, the technology of now, and in parts to come, technology that will be available and coming to a game near you very soon. Right, Aleko, you have the brand new Telstar 18 ball in your hands. It's called Telstar? T- yeah, Telstar no, I knew 18. that was going to press your uh, Telstar? So we got Cosmos, Galaxy, and now Telstar. Telstar is America's <laughs> first communication satellite. But this is Telstar 18. Okay, that's fine. By the, now, the, we would the, have 18. No, the sure. original Telstar, Adidas Telstar ball was for Mexico 1970. The black and white hexagons, the classic okay, that we all have in ball, our mind. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the new version therein. What do you notice? Don't tell me it's round, otherwise I'll get upset with you. No, it's definitely a, a different <laughs> contour uh, when, yeah. when you feel it. I've, I've never felt a ball like this, actually. I'm like curious to see how it would All right. So, Neil, I'm going to give you this one, which is another Adidas ball. Uh, for those of you listening in black and white, it's green and black. Um, right. <laughs> that was good, Gary. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Very good. Uh, what do you first notice are tactile when you pick and hold that ball? Well, this is the – I'm holding the ball that's sort of most familiar to people. Uh, it's a combination of hexagons and an intermittent pentagon mm-hmm. to finish out the stitching. And so if you see this, you would obviously just say that's a soccer ball here in America. Other stitchings, you'd wonder what game is that for? Uh, So uh, the surface of this, because of the stitching, it is part of the the surface, the contouring of the ball that enables it to break up the air that goes across it. And without the stitching, by the way, if the ball were perfectly smooth, here's the kicker. No pun intended. It was intended. (laughs) (laughs) If a ball were perfectly smooth without disrupting the boundary layer of air, the Magnus effect changes mathematical sign and the ball curves in the opposite direction. Ah. So this is a smooth surface. This is smooth, but these, these, uh, the stitching here is, is enough to, but it would, it would, because the surface is smooth, it would reduce the Magnus effect. Uh, by a corresponding amount, compared with a similar ball that has a modeled surface, for example. Okay, so back in 2010, <clears throat> excuse me, in South Africa, we had the Jubilani ball, which was hated by goalkeepers, loved by strikers like Aleko, <laughs> because it became, at a certain speed, a knuckleball effect. Mm. So it would do all sorts of stuff that nobody quite could define. And it was more, the surface was smoother. Now, I'm going to give you this Telstar 18, which you will covet because of its name, I know. We're going to swap this over. We're swapping. You, so just you just can a tell po- me. Okay, so just a point about the your smooth ball. Yeah. So so what happens there is if you kick the ball basically without spin, so a knuckleball in baseball mm-hmm. is a ball thrown without spin. Mm-hmm. And when it does not have a spin, then it's no longer spin stabilized. And what what that means is it is at the mercy of any gust of wind that blows by. And in the case of a soccer ball, yes, that's also the case, but unlike a baseball, soccer balls have valves which change the center of mass of the ball. Mm -hmm. And so I bet some kickers are aware of this and will place the ball relative to where the the, the air valve is. Yeah, they do. Because that, that's an asymmetric point of the ball. So in a knuckleball, the ball, uh, sorry, in a, a non-spinning soccer kick, yes. knuckleball equivalent. It's the, still a knuckleball in soccer. Yeah, still, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Knuckleball. You're in safe ground. Even though it's not your knuckles that are, that are <laughs> yeah. doing it. Toe knuckles. Uh, so what's, what's happening is the ball will move according to its own center of mass, but the st- structure of the ball is not centered on its center of mass because there's a little more mass to one side oh, okay, than the other. Oh, okay, got you, because it's asymmetric. It's asymmetric, got right? You. So in other words, the, the 
the, the ball will sort of wobble in a sense, even though it is keeping its own center of mass on a straight line. Right. Okay. Because that's how the physics works. Mm -hmm. But the side, because the ball itself is not even, it'll it'll wobble as it goes through the air, uh, and so that'll mess with a goalie for oh. sure. So those of you familiar with the Cristiano Ronaldo free kick that goes up, down, left, right, all in the same breath. What he's doing is playing with the science, pun intended, by the way, me saying that, is he will kick through the aperture that's on the ball. The deformation, am I right? Sure. Is then what plays, and that's what goalkeepers are sitting there looking. That's why you see frozen goalkeepers quite often thinking, right. well, it's the roll of a dice. If I dive left, right, or stand still, <laughs> whatever happens. And you could see as, as soon as they yeah. pick up the ball, they're, they're looking for that little nozzle, and then that's oh, how yeah. they're putting it down. So now I predict, based on this ball, this is a stunning ball, by the way. Okay. This, okay, the stitching is, it has more stitching than your classical hexagon pentagon ball. Although but, it's only got six panels. I, I don't care. No, it's, it's, okay. it's, forget the panels. I'm talking about how many places is there stitching yes. where a perfect sphere dimples because there's stitching there. Mm -hmm. There's way more stitching that I can see on this ball, way more segments mm -hmm. where, that are surrounded by this. And the surface is not smooth. It's textured. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You want to talk about bending it like Beckham, this is a bendable ball. I predict in the next tournament that yes. features this ball, the ball is going to look like a like a wiffle ball in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> wow. And, bad day to be a goalkeeper. Bad day to be a goalkeeper. <laughs> so once again, this ball is a goalkeeper's nightmare. Uh, this will be a goalkeeper's nightmare for sure, but unless the kickers have time to practice, their normal spin that they would put, that they've trained, that would aim and land in a particular place, could go completely wild on them. And that's the thing with the Jubilani wow. ball that you mentioned. Yeah. There were a lot of shots that were going 20 yards over the goal just because it was it was difficult for, for it, players it, it to understand. Didn't, it didn't get the curve that they wanted. Not by, always. Sometimes way, it curve, would. But... Bending left and right, depending on your left-footed or right-footed or on what side of the ball you kick it, that's sideways bending. You can bend it top and down. Yeah. With it have a backspin or a topspin. Correct. So a topspin, it'll dive quickly. A backspin, it'll sustain its trajectory longer right. than what your brain sense tells you gravity should do to so it. So it's not really rising. But like the right, well, well, it, yeah, correct. It's correct. not. It's, gotcha. Correct. It's, so it's, it's falling less. In baseball, just to use my, you know, yeah. uh, American well, yeah. analogies do here. It. Do it. <laughs> There's America, Jack. Okay. <laughs> I'm hearing. The, the rising fastball that people talk about. Uh, if you look at the side uh, uh, anal an analysis of it, it actually doesn't rise right. at all. Yeah. It just doesn't fall as fast as your brain thinks it should. So you feel as the batter like it's rising. And so uh, the same would be true uh, with, with the soccer ball. So so I, I will look forward to what kind of soccer is played with that. With th That'll be a fan favorite ball for yeah. sure. It's loaded to the strikers. And you as a striker, how long will it take you or you think some of the World Cup stars – to learn how to work that ball out, where the sweet spot is, where they want to work it, how they're going to pass it, distance, 30 yards, 20 yards, 10 yards, and strike at goal. How long do you think it'll take? Not too long. Um, they're good. I, I would say, yeah. Well, in, in your day, it, you know. Days, days, weeks, years, never. <laughs> never. Yeah, choose, <laughs> choose the applicable out of that list. <laughs> now, within a couple training sessions is, is usually all yeah. it takes. Um, that's why you see teams try to, Get these balls in. You know, if you're going to play a match and you're going to play with a ball that's different than the one you train with, oh, a team will always try to request yeah. at least two days before the Particularly match. Particularly if it's uh, deflated. You know, you can't. You can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <-huh>. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing is, if this ball, when if you go to hit it for distance, say 60 yards, 50 yards plus, and this ball starts to change its flight path and become unpredictable, teams will change the way they play. They will not play longer diagonal passes. The game will become shorter and therefore quicker. They will adapt to the ball because... By the way, the ball won't be changing. They'll have to change their style to accommodate what that does. And is that the roughest textured ball you've ever touched? It might be. The roughest I've be, yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It feels like what, what we, we analogy, not quite like the dimpling on a basketball, but it's no, a- it's like ridges. There, it's, yeah, it's, but, a, it's got a texture. I don't know how yeah, else to it's, say it. It's, it's rougher though than, rougher. than, than a, a soccer ball normally is. See, it's, the brazooka had a, a had a texture to it as well, but it had a wavy kind of pattern. If you get this up close, you will see it's got that texture to it, but it is linear. There's no wave in the pattern, so no. that must – there's no way, because these balls get tested at NASA. 
There's no way there's put that, oh, we'll just go straight this year and we'll don't worry. Well, it's a fashion Well, I'll thing. tell you this. Right. Really te- wait, is this really tested at NASA? The can- Absolutely, the, the, yeah. Never, they're tested at Ames. wind tunnels and things. Yeah. NASA, we got oh, this. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if the- I was just going to say, I might find a better use for my tax dollars than testing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Adidas will have, FIFA, FIFA right, will have paid for this. So, so oh, what's good hands. Here, now, that I, now that I'm looking more closely at this, there are two parallel panels. There's yes. one panel- like a stripe. But the stripes that go uh, around uh, its equator and above the pole and another one around the pole. So separated by 90 degrees. Exactly. And in there are eight triangles. So I'm what's, I'm curious if the, if the kickers will be able to find a way to spin the ball such that the parallel panels are operating against the air rather than some other dimension on this. That'll just be – so I'm telling you now, your coach – uh, I was, I was. Oh, not anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, but don't worry, the secret's going to come out. I'm yeah. just telling I'm gonna you. Go back to playing after I, all this information. I'm telling you that if the ball spins along with these parallel panels, it will curve differently than if it is not. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. The guys okay? are going to work this out. So, yeah, and will. if you're going to knuckleball it, uh, watch out where the valve is, exactly. and then make that work to your advantage. So, very cool. I can't wait to watch. Real, real folks play so with this. So we have a we're fan. Looking, we're looking forward to an exciting World Cup. I That's can't basically wait. what it is. All right. Cool. So look, now, wait. Before we go any further. Okay. What do you got? I got, and this is what I want Neil to talk to, and then we're going to get off of balls. Um, you say that now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went. I have another uh, playground, and this is would be commonly known as a kickball or a dodgeball. And mm-hmm. everybody in elementary school knows, like, you know, first of all, listen to the sound. Okay, and then secondly, it's like super light, and I don't care how you kick this ball, it just kind of floats. So, what's the difference? It's lighter, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving that's on. It? <laughs> no, it's not okay. It's 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 larger. No, it's maybe a little lighter. Yeah, I, it's hmm. okay. So here's here's my analysis. Okay, so. Uh, the outer t- is it generally leather of some kind of animal? What kind of animal? No, is it's it? a synthetic product now, rather than leather. Right, it used, it used, to, be it used to be leather, but so now now it's skin of some dead animal. Leather, no, right? it's, no, it's, it's synthetic. It's it, all synthetic. It's a, because the what you're calling seams, they're all heat sealed. Mm. Okay, yeah. okay, and so all right, so we got that. So this leather texture on top of whatever is beneath it, mm-hmm. which has a certain. Um, thickness to it, yeah. that's actually absorbing some of the energy that you kick into this. So when you kick a soccer ball, it is not in physics what we call as elastic a collision as it would a, an encounter as you would if you kick a pure rubber ball. Gotcha. So in other words, if you, if you had a mechanical foot and kicked a soccer ball and then kicked one of your playground balls, the playground ball will just go further. Because the energy that you put into it is recovered in its velocity. Whereas you kick a soccer ball, the energy that you put into it, some of it goes to the speed, others will get absorbed into the texture of the ball itself. And that's that's the difference between a baseball, for example, and a Spalding uh, handball, all right? If you drop a baseball and a, you know, one will bounce high, the other won't. Right. And the best thing we ever invented happened in my generation, I'll take credit for this, my generation, <laughs> okay. was um, we invented the Super Bowl. The super super ball. The super ball. The super ball. That which, that that's that hard rubber ball that you drop and then it. Boing, yeah. So it crazy. will bounce higher than any other sort of commercial ball that is made. And uh, before we had the Super Bowl, there was the movie. Remember uh, the Sun Flubber? Remember yes, Flubber? Yes, yeah, we yeah, do yeah, Flubber. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I wanted to be that professor inventing that oh, product. It's nice to <laughs> when have I was a, dream. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Even Neil deGrasse Tyson has a dream, and who knew it was about Flubber? Well, what let me try. Let's just drop these and see. I'll drop them at the same time, the same distance, and just see. Yeah. So the the playground the ball bounced higher. Continuing to bounce. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the playground yeah. ball is continuing to bounce. Yeah. So that all that means is that the energy you put in it is completely translated into speed, and rather than absorbed into the structure of the ball itself. Okay. Before we take a break, Aleko, your favorite bit of technology that's come into the game since you became a coach after you finished playing, which would then affect your management of the team. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. GPS. Heart, sure. heart rate monitors. Yeah. 
Heat tracking. Wait, wait. Where are the players going? <laughs> oh, this isn't, this isn't <laughs> during the, the game. Bahamas? This is, <laughs> hey, this dude, is, my GPS said you should be in the stadium. Yeah, as, a, as a coach, if you can measure how hard someone's working, that's that just gives you added incentive to yell or not yell. <laughs> well, I love the data they now have on how far they've run in a game. Yes. Is that is that also a GPS thing or is there some? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah. love that. So yeah, between heart rate monitors and, and GPS, you're able to at least monitor but how hard someone's working. You can use that much... here in the U.S. You can in MLS. You use that in game. Yeah, yeah. MLS that's... Major League Soccer. Major League. Thank you. Yes. So in European leagues, you're not allowed to use that because if I think my midfield, my center midfield player, we always pick on them, um, isn't working as hard, and that's detrimental to my game plan. I can see on the data that that's the case. If if my, my my eyes might be telling me one thing, but the data confirms that or denies that. So that's that's something that's an added bonus here in the US that we don't have in other European leagues. Why don't so, you have it in elsewhere? Um, I think they they want to take away the fact that you could have really accurate anti technology. They have it. They no, have no, they're not anti technology. They just I just think they're not keen to use it in game. But I think yeah. it will be coming. So so suppose I'm just a really efficient player. Exactly. You can't, you can't measure. Yeah. Just because my IQ. heart rate isn't right. going up. Exactly. It's yeah. like, I'm working just as hard as anybody else. It's, I just make it look easy. And I know in advance where the wall's going to come. Right. I don't have to chase it down. Exactly. It comes by. And then, I'm there and when it got, it got to me. And there's evidence of, of guys working too hard. Hey, I don't need you running this much for no reason right. without right. thinking. So it, there's a fine balance. That's where soccer IQ comes into play, where you can't just bet, uh, base it all on numbers. It's more of reaffirmation of what you're already thinking. Soccer right. IQ, that's sick. I like that. Yeah, so soccer IQ, with sick. Soccer IQ, we will take a <laughs> break IQ. and we'll all be doing questionnaires. Come on, people. That was, and during the break, we'll come back and see yeah. which, which one of us doesn't have the best soccer IQ. And I'm holding my hand up right now. Right, we'll take that short break. I this is Playing With Science IQ. and we'll be back <laughs> shortly. And we might have a special visitor by the sounds of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Playing With Science. We're enjoying and exploring science and technology in the beautiful game. So, Neil, you've got a question burning inside of you. Totally burning. Yes, go okay. for it. What's, what's up with you people <laughs> to reinvent the ball every four years? What does that? What does that even mean? Actually, that's a very good question. Yeah. I, I have the answer, but I'm going to get a for go a very with long this. time. <laughs> I've never yours. heard anybody go, "Hey, we're going with Nerf this year." <laughs> Nerf ball, <laughs> yeah, yeah, American football, right, right, or baseball. Just hey, let's come up with some other shape. We need more stitches on this ball. <laughs> yeah, that that would be crazy in any other sport. Why yeah. is it just the thing you guys do? I I don't know. I, I don't know the exact answer, but I think things are always improving. You look at jerseys, for example. Jerseys twenty years ago aren't the same as they are now, and with the ball as well. I think. There are minor improvements that are made. They just uh, look like random. Somebody just dreamt it one night. That I don't. I don't know that they're improvements. They yeah. look more like just simply like changes than improvements. Anyone else want to sing along with me? Must be the money. <laughs> oh my All God. right. Well, there you go. Every four years, oh, we got some commercial. Yeah. Guy in the front row's going. I got you. Oh. I got you. You know what, Gary? You are absolutely right. And yeah. here's why. Yeah. I just went shopping for soccer balls. <laughs> and I can't tell you the wall oh. of different soccer balls that I had to navigate in order so to So now figure. it's like buying Jello in the store. Yes. Every flavor. Yeah. And so there was the the, the Messe ball. Yeah. And yep. there was a uh, World Cup training soccer ball. And there was <sighs> um, the, oh, I forget the other one that's... Um, Oh gosh, uh, it's an MLS ball, but it looks like Jubilani, but mm. it's instead of like the four, it's only got like two little curvy panels. Okay. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It's a it makes it's sense. there. Okay, so you touched on jerseys. What about the future of jerseys? Where do you think it could go? Are, and we, then, just, are we just talking about clothing here? Yes, uniforms, <laughs> clothing. What a soccer player's uniform could be like in the so future. So before we do that, because I don't, I'm I'm uninitiated. How have how have jerseys changed? Okay, so go back many many years and imagine me as a small child. Which we're is, still just talking about some... clothing here. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought we were talking about like yeah, sports. We get, we're well, getting this there. is we're getting there. <laughs> clothing as in a soccer uniform, heavy cotton. You sweat and run around, and it becomes three pounds heavier if you're lucky. Then you go through some By the basic. Way, that, that poundage was in your body to begin with. So you were carrying that weight around at the beginning of the I game. Know, but now it's on the outside. But in like either case, thing. you weighed that much before. I just want to be clear. That water didn't come from space. Okay? That's <laughs> you, true. I, when when I, you I, walked out on the field at the beginning of the game, you said, gee, I have this three pounds on me. Let me get rid of it. No, it's raining. Yeah. 
Unless it's raining, though. If the rain, I just rain, got detention, didn't I? I really just I'm got just detention. Saying, like, You're just real, saying it right. Don't run around a sweater. To, oh, now I'm carrying around this heavy thing because it's wet. But the truth is, Busted. it feels icky. It's icky. Okay. It's the ick factor. So, okay. so you go through nylon and synthetic fabrics, and now you get fabrics nylon that breathe. Is synthetic. Yes, I know. But then you get synthetic fabrics that are able to develop, and it breathes, so it wicks away. The sweat that you once had inside that's now outside. Did I say that right? Thank you. You're good. So thank Moisture wicking. Yeah. So now, where are we headed? Where do you think jerseys will go and we'll kind of sort of pick up some threads? Well, I think right now we were talking a bit about the whole GPS and heart yeah. monitor, that, that whole piece. At the moment, guys are wearing devices almost in like sports bras and they have it hooked up. If you, if you watch a, a match right now, <laughs> if you see guys who have almost a little device sticking out from like the back yeah. of their neck or their spine... There are these little GPS devices, and that's how it's that's about what helps the size of a small cell phone. If you can imagine that. Now, right. what they're saying now is you're going to get the, the the coming forward of intelligent fiber, nanotechnology, where all of that sort of cell phone size equipment that's stuck between your shoulder blades is going to be minimalized into the fabric. Also, while you're watching your favorite team, their uniform will change color. Imagine that. They have a shirt sponsor, right? Some of the most expensive real estate in the world would be at Real Madrid, Barcelona, the big guys. Imagine if they could change as well. Oh, they already have that. And believe me, that's going to happen, not just in yeah. what the, the, the sport that is most uniquely suited to have that happen is, of course, soccer. Uh, but uh, you, what will happen is it's going to be like NASCAR. So you know how on NASCAR you have all these different medallions on the car. So the they'll, they'll have a band across the shirt, and that band will change advertisements during the game. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you ever wondered what it's like to be Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Aleko, there'll be cameras in the jersey. The fibers, like fiber optics, mm. right? They will be there. Now, the TV companies well, Aleko, and the clubs... Sure you don't put your shorts on inside out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no! So All this right. is this is now, as a viewer, <laughs> as a, as a fan... A field camera, what's that? <laughs> so, so you can imagine, as a fan... The camera's pointing the wrong way! <laughs> you can dial up which player and the cameras you want, or you might have other options where you can have Chuck to wear his shorts inside out. It just depends so, what so you, you want to do. in up. the game by the technology yes. of the jersey. Absolutely. Okay, fine. So now I now I see why we're talking about clothing. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So will, you, will, will players embrace this? Uh, probably not, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but do they have a choice? Do they have a choice? Well, when it comes to sponsors and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, probably yeah. not. But at the end of the day, as a player, you want to be as light as possible when you're out there. And oh, these things. Might, I mean, possible, if you think so. about a, a camera on the side of the field or in the stadium, very different. This is fiber optic, right? But even even if it's two ounces, players will use that as an excuse. So that's why I can make that run. Okay. You know, so, so. Speaking of jerseys, what's this thing where they run off the field and take off their shirt? Like, what is that? Oh, hey, you want to score like or those after? Guys, I'd be taking off my shirt in the frozen food section of the shop, right? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? What's up with that? With trading jerseys, you mean? At no, the end of a game? no, no. Oh, when you no, score. He means when you score a goal. Um, yeah, what's up with that? Oh, that's celebration. Yeah. That's, that's you it's about jubilation. to get a yellow card. That's, I am so desperate to get a yellow card, I will now run around with my shirt off. Is that a yellow card offense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Really? That's, yeah, that's a cheap way to get one. Okay. Really, really cheap way. I didn't know that. Even if you look like Christian. So that's like the end zone dance. You're not supposed to do that in yeah. American football. See, but they changed that now. Well, now, you, now they've encouraged the end zone dance as long as it isn't it's haunting. You. Plus, it's only you. You can't get a whole a kick line going, right? You, um, actually, you can now. Oh, they just can? changed that rule this year. Yeah, okay, you know? okay mm -hmm. so we, got the, we get the telemetric data. And goals don't – I'm sorry. Gary, yeah, go ahead, Let go me go just on. say this. Goals do not happen a lot in soccer. Damn it. If a guy wants to take off his shirt, or do he anything should be he able wants. to take off – if he wants to wave his penis at the crowd, <laughs> he should be able to do it. How often do goals happen? <laughs> okay. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I know why I wanted that camera inside the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so soccer with a parental guide. So when we – get to the telemetrics and we're going to have this layer no, in I can get jersey. that image out of my head now. Think harder. So <laughs> shouldn't be hard for you. <laughs> so what are you looking for? What what are the telemetrics that mean most to you as a coach when you're reading it saying, "Hey, I like this." What what really is the most important factors? Yeah, I mean, I think as a coach, the the one thing we're talking about the future. Yeah. Injury prevention. That that to me is wow. oh, is yeah. the is the biggest thing and that's where I see technology Going. And that's what a lot of this data is used for. I know at some of the top clubs in Europe, they monitor down to, 
the distance cover, the the toll on the body, mm. and that's what determines whether hey, we got to give this guy a, a break next week. Do you or have the red flag another, sort of thing? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got another three games in him at, at this you know toll on his body, and after like that, in my break count your pitches, so. yeah, and they yeah. decide when to take you out, right? With soccer, and when to put you back in the rotation. Soccer is so difficult because there's so many different variables because not any two games are alike because uh, the score changes how much input uh you're putting it out on the field the uh conditions change the surface changes so you know if, if it's a a grass field that doesn't hold the water well and it's raining now after a game you feel like you played two matches even though you just played one so yeah there's a lot of different things that that go into it and i think collecting all this data will help prevent injuries so, so when do the uh injury acting lessons when are those given? Ah, oh, flopping. Oh, 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 did I? Gamesmanship. Flopping. Did I? I love it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, no. So Somebody had to go there. No, yeah, no, that's no, fine. It's good. So yeah. uh, whoever has our Telstar 18, that has been constructed to benefit strikers. Therefore, FIFA, the governing, the world governing body, are looking to get advantage in, or at the feet, I should say, of the strikers. Now, they won't like the flopping aspect of it. So if you flop dramatically and fail to get an Oscar, but should have got an Oscar, right? Flop means fall, fall yeah, feigning, fe injuring. Yeah, simulation, as it would be called. Don't be surprised if players get three game bans. Three game bans? Yeah. Do it. Now you see how clever you are. Just go well, draconian. Go very hard I, I on it. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. So he's saying that the <laughs> league should, if, you're, yeah. if people are flopping, then you get a three-game suspension. It's yeah. like, hey, oh, man. a three-game ban. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a new thing you wear on your wrist. Wristband. A three-game <laughs> ban. No, no, a three-game ban. Thank you. So, so what's in place right now in in our league in MLS yeah. is there's a disciplinary committee where they review all these plays Good. of simulation embellishment, and there's a monetary <laughs> fine. Simulation <laughs> embellishment. Yeah. yeah that's, I like it. You don't want. You can't call because, it acting because there's a Sorry. difference it's between. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a big difference that, that most people that haven't played don't understand there's a difference between selling a foul that you've been fouled right. versus completely faking it and you haven't been touched and you're you know trying to fool and, the and so i guess they would use like what instant replay because I, I think that's a little dangerous i mean if 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 you were fouled even though you're selling that i mean if there was an offense you should be able to be have that credited so they're magnifying the right the effect. I mean, and that happens in every sport i mean i don't care what it is referees see, are human referees are human you see it happen all the time so i'm just saying like how would you go about by the way with ai that? we can fix that okay What's that? <laughs> okay <laughs> referees are human we we have we, ways yeah <laughs> everyone in here has heard of google specs Right? Google specs, yes. Google specs. No, I haven't. I'm sorry. Google Glass. You'll catch oh, specs. Up. Yes. Google Glass. Google Glass. Yeah, so yeah. if the referee's view of an incident is obscured, imagine he's got this very clever eyewear on that dials up immediately an instant instant replay, as you called it, Chuck. Instant instant of replay. that of that same instant from another angle that is very clear. Would you be happy with that? And that would you, fans you can't hide an offense. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. No. And that's go. you know, we're seeing the implementation of video review now, but yeah. That's where the game is headed is human error, whether it's the referee, the assistant referee, the linesman. Uh, that's the difference between winning and losing a game. So if you can help avoid errors made and, and video can come into play, I think everyone is is all for it as long as it's implemented properly. Because, yeah. again, there, there's still a human operating uh, that machinery. So but, but it reduces it. You, I mean, it, it does. It does. But, it, but, but things are so subjective where... You know, if, if I see a, there could we you and I could be watching a game. We've both played, and there could be a, a a guy who goes down the box, and I might say penalty, and you might say no, it's not a penalty. Yeah. So there's always going to be differing opinions, but at least with video review, um, mm. like you said, it, it eliminates the the doubt. Could it be that unlike some sports, such as baseball, which is still using wood and leather and pine tar, and it's one of the least touched sports by technology, that Soccer, because you get a new ball every four years, and <laughs> the rules are just whatever anybody thinks up uh, to, to to make the ball harsh, that, that, harsh. <laughs> that you might be ripe for a complete technological revolution in the sport. That'd be cool. I can't see a complete technological right. revolution. I mean, we've got we now have goal line technology where the goal is inundated with camera sensors angles, and things. Okay, camera angles that will. Well, such high speed. I've read somewhere like 500 frames a second, uh -huh. which is like really complaint. That's blown my head, really. But mm -hmm. that is definitive. That's within about two or three millimeters accuracy. 
Okay. So that that's happening. That that's the Hawkeye yeah, technology. Just to be clear, if you have that many frames <clears throat> per second, then each frame essentially stops the ball in midair. Yeah. And, and at a lower frame rate, it doesn't stop the ball. The ball is blurred. And if you're trying to decide whether something crossed the line or doesn't, or didn't, and you have an image of a, if you have a blurred image of the ball, you cannot, you cannot adjudicate that with with precision. So you need okay. you need high you need a high frame rate. Thank you. What I'm just saying. No, 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 no. That's that's beautiful because now I understand exactly why there's right. 500 frames a second and what the outcome is. Yeah, the because you need to know. In the early days of tennis, before we had high frame rate hmm. uh, uh, um, replays, and the, the ball in tennis is going 100 for men, it's 130 miles, miles an hour. An hour. So. The ball comes down, it bounces so fast, and they try to show that in slow motion, and the whole bounce is a blur. Mm. Everything is a blur. And you yeah. just, is it? I don't know. Can we? But without that, we would have never had John McEnroe. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so technology gets rid of uh, uh, a-hole behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leco, is there something that you would like to see change in the game for positive? For both fans and for players, or just for fans, whichever Good way question. you want to work that. Yeah, I think I think everyone that plays the game, that watches the game, they they want to enjoy watching it. So yeah. if you can eliminate, like we talked about, the the diving or uh, the bad calls, the things that people get so infuriated with, uh, I would be all for that. But at the same time, I do I do enjoy the human aspect of it. I do enjoy that there's going to be curveballs thrown your way that you have to deal with uh in yeah. the first semester no timeouts and how has is it, flowing uh once they got rid of the you know they put in the no tie rule uh how's that been going the, where you have the you swap off kicks oh shootout so, well that, shootout. that's only in in, only in tournaments yeah oh in league play a tie is still a tie yeah okay so the reason i ask is because of course in hockey they had a similar issue low scoring games tie games they had the same thing then they invoked shootouts was that generally welcomed or not so i i think in in soccer and again i grew up in a soccer family so i'm I'm probably a soccer purist you appreciate a tie if you're playing against a, a, a tough team on the road and you bunker down and you put in a, a, a solid effort to and they can't shut beat, them down and they, didn't beat you. and they don't beat you, that's a well-deserved See, point. and that's and, and why you... soccer is not as popular in America <laughs> because we are like, you did not win. So the, the logic, that, do, you know the, do you know the way the coaches apply <laughs> the logic? Best headline ever was when they ended the All-Star game in a tie. And was it the New York Post? They said, there's no tying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there's no tying in baseball. So the logic is, we didn't lose the game. We lost the penalty shootout. And that's how coaches oh, put a positive spin there. to keep the morale of the team unit together. Oh. Mm. Well, penalty shootouts are a coin toss, to be honest with you. Well, no, there is science. Sometimes. But that's another show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that a whole a, new a whole show guys show. that's it for us playing with science oh, really? and, oh yes gosh. and the science and why technology why do we talk so much why, why get, let the man speak more <laughs> my fault now we can have him now we can have him back. exactly <laughs> yeah oh cause he's cause you're right you're just across the moat yeah yeah absolutely alright so that's it that's it for us thank you to our audience it's been fabulous thank you guys thank you to Aleko Eskandarian to Neil deGrasse Tyson the good doctor Neil deGrasse Tyson of course from Gary O'Reilly myself and, and Chuck, Chuck Nice, nice. this has me. been Playing With Science we look forward to your company soon <laughs> <laughs>